Welcome to Tower Talks. I'm Ashley. And I'm Caitlin. This is the podcast where oversharing is caring and no subject is off limits. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, Today we're going to talk a little bit about the idea of rest. And this is something that we have learned a lot about and are still learning a lot about. Um, But when we first started following Her Voice Movement, which is Jenny Donnelly's ministry, she had just written a book. The book's name is Still, and the whole focus is like finding the calm in the chaos. Mm -hmm. And she talks a lot about how when she was learning through it and doing like a deep dive on the topic with God, Mm -hmm. that he showed her like an image of a tornado. Like she was sitting at a table just scribbling on a piece of paper and then realized it's just swirl, swirl, swirl. And it looks like a tornado. And he said, all of this is like swirling around you constantly, whatever Mm -hmm. you have going on. But then he told her like, you will find me right in the center of all of that. So no matter what you have swirling around you, like he is still there in it. And then she also talks about the idea of like how she always associated rest with like, okay, it is Sunday afternoon. I will go lay in my bed and do nothing. Mm -hmm. And he's like, "Mm, no, that's not really what rest in real life is. Like rest is active. And she broke it down to release every single thing. Yes. So no matter what all of that is swirling around you, like you have the power to give that over to God just stay with him in the middle of it and let him guide you through each little thing. Right. I also um, heard somebody say recently that the Hebrew for the word rest Mm -hmm. actually means to stop and take inventory. Yeah. And so if you think about that from like a spiritual warfare perspective, like as a battle strategy. Yeah. Because if you're, if you're in a war, Right, and you're like fighting, fighting, fighting. If you don't stop and take time to like strategize, yeah, <laughs> just like fall back, get your bearings, see where you are, what you've accomplished, what yeah. you still need to do, that kind of thing, then you can move forward with fresh eyes. Mm-hmm. And so, in a way, rest really is like a battle strategy because it reminds you to stop. Take inventory of what God has done. Yeah. Take inventory of what God's still going to do, you know, and where you are in this present moment. Right. And it just kind of helps ground you rather than all of that swirling. Swirling, yeah. But one of the things that I really struggled with was, like, thinking that I had to fight my own battles. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we are in spiritual warfare. And when when you're aware of spiritual warfare, then it feels like it's coming at you all right. the time. feels like, like a lot. Every little thing is like, wow, why is this irritating me? And so I felt like I got to fight, 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 fight. And one day God was asking me to rest. And I was like, why? Because mm-hmm. like the spiritual warfare has ramped up. Why are you asking me to rest right now? Yeah. I should be fighting because this is like, it's, it's crunch time. And he said, yeah, you're right. It is crunch time. And that's why you need to rest and let me fight for you. Because when I fight, I don't lose. Yeah. And so it's almost like Jenny said, like 
release every single thing. When you release the battle to him, mm-hmm. then he's able to fight for you and he does not lose. Right. And so it's almost like a taking my hands off of it because God's handling it for me. Yeah. And he knows so much more. Right. And how to effectively create the change that you're fighting for. And if he needs your help, he will let you know. (laughs) (laughs) Chances are he's not going to, but sometimes he lets us help. It's not that we have to help. Yeah. But then you have to take the step back too. And like we were talking about taking inventory, like you're always aware of all of the things that you have going on. Right. But then if you don't take the time to step back and let it go a little bit and take the time with him to see what do I need to do? Like, mm-hmm. Which one do I need to focus on? Then right. everything is still just like creating chaos around you. Yeah. You can't focus like that. No, because I mean, at mom brain is a perfect yeah. example. You go throughout your day and you're like, oh, I need to put a load of laundry in. Oh, but I need to start the dishes first. Oh, but then I need to clean off the dishes from last night's supper. And I need to, I like, right. There are so many things piling up, and if you don't, like, sit and get organized. (laughs) What do I need to do first? Right. What is top priority? Then it it just gets jumbled. Yeah. Into a bunch of chaos, and then your house stays a wreck because you can't decide which way to go. Yeah. And if you stay in that constant swirling chaos, you're not going to ever stop and take the time. Mm Mm-hmm. To just be with him. Right. Or to literally, physically rest because you have all of this going on and you have to take care of everything by yourself. And Mm -hmm. it feels like insane. (laughs) And I've also heard a lot of people say that if you spend, if you dedicate the first part of your day to God. Yeah. That like he will give you strategies. Yeah. On things. It's like our pastor tells a story. I honestly do not remember who it is, but it is another pastor who has like massive following, like pretty sure he leads a church still and everything. And he will say, I have so much going on today. So let me dedicate the first however many hours. I think it was like five hours. Yeah. To spending time with God and praying. Because he's going to give me the effective strategy there to knock all of this off my list. Yeah. Where if I just start tackling all this, it's overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And I've even noticed that, like, especially when the kids were gone and me and Elliot were really going through everything. And I was, like, focused in on spending time with God. But then you still have your normal day-to-day stuff that right. you have to do. And I would turn on the worship music and just go about my day. But in that mindset of like, I am worshiping and spending time with you as I'm knocking off this to-do list. Right. And there was always plenty of time. Mm-hmm. But if I'm just trying to go through my house and clean and do laundry and dishes and everything, it's stressful. You go back and forth everywhere. And then it's like, oh, now it's time to get the kids. And I didn't even get to finish everything. That, that speaks volumes as to how much just his presence can yes. change things. Because, too, the more you're in that mindset of just, like, calm, going through everything, you're going to do it more effectively anyway. Right. And he he is the king of, like, simplifying and streamlining things. Yes. Yeah. He is so effective at everything that he does. He's never, like, in chaos. Yeah. Or disorganized. And that's comforting 
to someone like me who like can, my brain can get so jumbled and my thoughts get hard to organize. And so the more time I spend with him, you know, the more time you spend with somebody, the more you start to act like them. Mm -hmm. And so like just being in his presence, that rubs off on me. Yeah. Of like, okay, now my thoughts are starting to organize themselves just because I'm in the room with you. Yeah. You know, like you, you don't even have to be talking about strategy. Just being with him changes things. Right. And like how it affects your general mood. Right. Like if I'm frustrated, if I'm stressed, if I'm upset, no matter what the negative feelings are right now, if Mm -hmm. I take the time to like find that center and spend time there for just a minute with him, my whole demeanor shifts and my whole outlook shifts. Like the other day we were talking about me and Elliot were in a fight. (laughs) (laughs) And I literally went back to my room to quote unquote pray. Also like have a pity party with God and be like, why is everyone so annoying? (laughs) But then in that he met me and was like, okay, but what am I? Like Mm -hmm. all of these things that everybody to me, therapy terms is like confirming lies by the things they're doing Mm -hmm. so it's just like yeah you are alone you have to figure that out by yourself Mm -hmm. so all of those things are happening but then it's like okay but i'm here to help you figure it out i never leave you you're never alone i walk with you through everything and that like split second pity party to confirmation of those things aren't true i'm here he speaks truth into our lives and it changes everything. Yeah. And I've back to the worship thing, even heard people say that like they'll turn on worship music and just leave it going. Mm-hmm. Like whether they're listening to it or not, because it changes the atmosphere of your home. That is what like on a day that I wasn't just intentionally pressing in, mm-hmm. then I still knew like, okay, I still have to have you. So I would turn it on in the living room, super loud to where no matter where I was in the house, it was there. Like, mm-hmm. I could still hear it. Yeah. And it really does. It shifts everything. Well, because the enemy doesn't like it. Yeah. So it's going to make it harder for him to stick around. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you've got that going 24-7. <laughs> but, okay, let's talk about the ways that the enemy will attack your rest. Yeah. Because I think one of the ways that he attacks it, for me especially... Like I've said time and time again, my mind is the biggest battlefield for me. Mm -hmm. And he will attack my mind by making me think, you have to figure this out. Yeah. You have to logic your way into this until it makes sense. You have to keep, you know, poking this until it makes sense to your brain. Yeah. And it's like the things of God are not always going to make sense to my brain. And so I was telling a friend of mine, I was like, I just don't, I can't figure out why he wants me to rest. (laughs) She was like, what if you're not supposed to? What if you're not supposed to figure it out? Yeah. Because that's a lie of the enemy that you have to figure it out because that is like the opposite of trust. Because trusting is like, I can't figure this out, but I'm just going to turn it over Mm -hmm. because it's not my job. And so, like, when you get into that mindset and you're like, yeah, I can't figure this out and this doesn't make sense to me, but I'm going to trust you anyway. Like, peace comes with that. Yeah. And then 
that gives him an opportunity to step in and speak what he wants to say. So how would you say he attacks you in your rest? Lightly, it is for sure the same. Yeah, like, mentally. Yes, mm-hmm. with anxiety over things that are highly unlikely mm-hmm. <laughs> going to happen. And all the different thoughts that just pop in my head that I know, like, that is what's happening. Yeah. Because as soon as something positive comes, then it's like five negative or hurtful or whatever. And I know that they're him. Mm-hmm. But if you let it, those are easy to believe too. Yeah. So like, which one are you actually going to fall into? Right. And I was talking to Josh about this the other day too, is that the enemy makes you think mm-hmm. that, that those thoughts are yours, yeah. that they belong to you, that that's your voice. Because why would you fight against yourself? Yeah. If you know that there's an enemy, of course you're going to fight back. But if you think, oh, this is just my thoughts, then you allow them to stay there. Right. And that's why I think the Bible says you have to take your thoughts captive and make them obedient to Christ because even if they're your thoughts, like you still got to sort through them. Yeah. And not all of them are coming from him. So, But again, when you go have your pity party with God. <laughs> yeah, invite him into the situation. He will quickly speak truth into those things. For sure. And that's comforting. Yeah. I also think we need to talk about like how you rest. Mm-hmm. Because like you said, sometimes you still have daily tasks to accomplish. And I know for me, the struggle before Kellen went to kindergarten, it was like, I have daily tasks to accomplish, but also I have a toddler asking me 4,500 questions a day. And I have a toddler who's pulling on my leg, wanting to be held. Yeah. Like I can't necessarily just talk to God. Right. So like, what would your advice be to someone who's like, there's no possible way I can fit rest in my day. I think it is the simple, small things. Like, could you turn on the worship music mm-hmm. in the background and let that like wash over your family throughout the day? Mm-hmm. In the car, what are you listening to? Like, what kind of conversations are you having with your kids? Can you bring them into it? Yeah. That's and, actually what I was about to say is I, I did start bringing my son into the conversation yeah being like this is what I'm talking to Jesus about today yeah because even things like one of the dogs got out one time and it was just me and the kids so I number one couldn't necessarily I could but didn't just leave my kids at home alone while I ride around the whole neighborhood looking for the dog yeah but when we all get in the car I'm like okay let's stop and think what direction do we need to go yeah like just ask Jesus, where's Duke? Mm-hmm. And using the small times to teach them, like, this is what walking with Jesus looks like. Right. Bringing him into the things that interrupt your day, like your dog being lost in your neighborhood. Right. <laughs> like, That's what I really tried to foster in Kellen, too, is that, like, it doesn't always look like you stop and you kneel beside your bed and you fold your hands, you know, like yeah. it's just a conversation. Yeah. And so it's so cute to watch him now. Cause he'll be like, 
Um, I really want a corn dog for lunch today. Let me pray that I can get a corn dog. <laughs> you know, like he he does it with everything now, and it's yeah. so cute to watch because he's he's starting that early. And I'm like, how much better off is he going to be? Because he's learning. Yeah. Early. And like, that'll keep going. Yeah. Because Addison is a, Addison and Charlie have been like, I was in the middle of a test and could not remember how she told me to do it. So I was like, Jesus. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Help me remember how she did this on the board. And Adam was like, I got that one right. Nice. So it just instills in them like other tools to use to make their life easier. If you just bring them in on the easy stuff. Yeah. Or implementing it into your life. Like stop and ask the question. Yeah. And let him guide you. Right. So it is important to factor rest into your day. But like we said, it doesn't always have to be sitting, doing nothing. Just include him in the situations that you go through. Mm -hmm. See how it changes. Yeah. Challenge accepted. That's a Bible verse too. Pray continually. (laughs) (laughs) Should be. No, but one of them says pray continually. Yeah. Like you said, it's not setting a time, setting aside this certain amount of time to press in. It is that, but then it is also throughout the day, have the conversations, listen for where he shifts your schedule a little Mm -hmm. bit. Makes everything a lot easier. It really does. As I've noticed a difference in my life of when, when I get agitated, I'm like, oh yeah, (laughs) I left you out of that situation. (laughs) Sorry about that. (laughs) So just include him and see how it changes things. The whole purpose of this podcast is so that people will feel less alone in their struggles by the topics we're covering. And so if you know someone who could be helped by this episode, feel free to share it with them just so that they feel like they're seen. And if you have any comments or questions or even topics that you want us to discuss, feel free to share those with us too at Tower Talks Podcast on Facebook or Instagram.